Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salenti, and we're honored, as always, on these Wednesdays to have with us a man of men, a true American patriot, someone that not only knows about and talks about and understands what used to be called the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights, Judge Andrew Napolitano, <laughs> a, a there's nobody I will put anybody up against him in the United States to talk about what the Constitution means, the Bill of Rights, and how those rights have been stolen from us. We have no more rights. And Judge, thank you for being with us because your latest article that'll be out tomorrow, does the government believe in the Constitution? I mean, the short answer is no, it doesn't. The trigger for the article is that a section of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, and forgive me, Gerald, always a pleasure to be on with you, my dear friend, no matter what we're discussing. Uh, the FISA law, a section of it that permits the feds to spy on foreign persons and those in America with whom they communicate without warrants, warrantless spying, right there in the statute. That section is about to expire, and there is animosity in Congress on the part of some Republicans and some Democrats uh, toward uh, against renewing it. So in an effort to mollify those who oppose it, the FBI released a startling statistic. The FBI boasted last week that they only spied on only 120,000 Americans without warrants. The answer to that number should be zero because the Constitution requires a search warrant for all surveillance in the United States. Now, why uh, why do we know uh, that this will be um, uh, extended? Because the uh, intelligence community has dirt on members of Congress, and that's why these statutes, which have sunset clauses built into them, keep getting uh, reenacted. This particular statute expired in 2018, at the time I was uh, working full-time at Fox. I was on Fox and Friends in the morning. I looked in the camera and I said, Mr. President, you need to veto the extension of this statute. This is the statute that the deep state used to spy on you before you were the president of the United States. Trump from the White House tweets, that's it. I'm vetoing the statute. Within 20 minutes, Paul Ryan, Mitch McConnell, Mike Pence are rushing to the White House to try and change his mind. And they're saying, don't believe Judge Napolitano because he thinks the Constitution means what it says and we know better. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make this up. No. And then he sends me a message. Judge, you were right. They twisted my arm. I had to sign the extension. It's the very same statute now that is due to expire this December that, of course, Joe Biden's in favor of, the FBI is in favor of, the NSA is in favor of, only some progressives in the Democratic Party and some libertarians in the Republican Party uh, are against. That's why all of this uh, came out. So if you call a cousin in Florence, Italy, or a bookstore in London, because you as an American communicated with a foreign person, the government can capture that conversation and every conversation you have thereafter out to the sixth degree. You call me, 
They can capture all of my conversations. I call my mother. They can capture all of hers. This goes out to the sixth degree. So you start with 120,000 and do it out to the sixth degree. What does that number come to? 330 million. Oh. Stated differently, this statute, Section 702 of FISA, lets the FBI and the NSA spy on any American they want without a search warrant and in direct and utter defiance to the Fourth Amendment. That's where we are today. When was this, uh, when did they make this thing up? Bush, George W. Uh, it, it was added to the uh, uh, FISA law uh, after 9-11. Ah. The original FISA statute of, uh, of 1978 required a search warrant. Uh, it was easy to grant because FISA has a different standard than probable cause of crime. But still, there was a record of the application and there was a record of who they were going to spy on and there was a record of what they were looking for. Uh, all those records exist in the FISA court, which is secret and you can't get them, but they're there. Uh, but after 9-11, the Republican Congress and George W. amended FISA to allow them to spy on foreign persons and their American communicators without a search warrant. And that had a sunset clause in it, and it keeps getting re-upped every time it sunsets. This 9-11, the, the war on terror, it, it destroyed this country so in so many different ways. Yes. And again, look at the little low-life piece of garbage scum crap, a little daddy's boy, a moronic little jerk, George W. Bush. Look at the leaders of our country that have destroyed it, have robbed us of our freedom and liberty. Remember when it used to be fun to fly and now you got to get felt up if you don't go through the thing or whatever and look! Look at they look! Look how this country's gone down. And a little jerk like this brings us into the Afghan war. We're going to get that guy Osama bin Laden dead or alive. And eighty-eight percent of the people believe it. Yes. And going back to this, this article, you mentioned that they spied on one hundred and twenty thousand Americans without search warrants. What did they find? What did their spying reveal? Well, they what, won't, they won't tell us. They that, that is a great question. They won't tell us what they found. But here's the problem. If they find evidence of crime, they can't use that evidence in a court because the original spying was unconstitutional. So they will then have to create uh, a false narrative, stated differently, lie under oath, to persuade a federal judge as to how they found the evidence. So, you know, if they're spying on a janitor in the Russian embassy uh, and they learn that he's really a KGB colonel who beats his wife and in, in their apartment two blocks from the embassy, can they use that information against him in an assault and battery prosecution? Answer, no. They would have to find another way, a subterfuge to pretend that they had a legal means to get that uh, information. Um, and, and that is a real case. I'm not making that up. Uh, it's called parallel reconstruction, where the government reconstructs falsely, but credibly. I mean, I can't believe I'm saying this because we're talking about government lying to judges as if it were a commonplace thing to do. The same government 
prosecutes people for lying to judges, and yet it does the same thing in order to win its criminal cases. If, if I hacked into your computer without a warrant, I could, you could have me prosecuted. But the feds do the very same hacking every day, all day, and nobody gets prosecuted. Yeah. And again, if 120,000 search, uh, searches, if, if they had something big, it would have been the news. The FBI Correct. found blah, 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 blah. And Correct. There's well, nothing. you know it would be in there's the nothing. news because but, they would be taking credit for it. They would say, look right. at the terrorist activity we stopped or the right. bank robbery we solved or this creep that we picked up before he pulled the trigger. Nothing. Nothing. Crickets. Nothing. And they, they, of course, will never identify who these people are because once they do, these people have a lawsuit against the feds for spying on them without a search warrant. So none of us knows how accurate the number is. We all know that it's grossly uh, um, inaccurate, that it's it's closer to 120 million, not 120,000. And then, of course, there's the NSA that spies on us, the CIA, and it just keeps going on and on. This is America, huh? Ah, now, this is terrible what's going on. And again... People have no idea about this. And this is why when you tune in to Judge Napolitano's Judging Freedom, and you could go to YouTube and see it, uh, he's giving you information that you're not getting anywhere else. Uh, Nobody's well, talking about this. I will tell you how bad this is. Even the president of the United States, Donald Trump, who had been victimized by this stuff before his presidency and during his presidency, even he couldn't stop it. That's how powerful the deep state, the permanent government, the national security state, whatever you want to call them, military, um, intelligence, law enforcement, that never change. That's how powerful they are and their culture has become. That's how lawless they are, that even the president of the United States couldn't uh, stop them. It, when, it, he signed, it is, when he signed that um, uh, statute into to extend it, he sent me a message. Someday I'll tell you why I had to sign it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, this is the same Trump that when you contacted about uh, they were supposed to release the documents of the Kennedy assassination, that he wouldn't do that either. And he said the same thing to me. He said, if you saw what I saw, um, you wouldn't release them either. And someday when we're on a phone call that doesn't have 15 people listening to it, meaning his national security people listen to his phone calls, I will tell you what I saw. Now, I, have, I haven't been with him alone since that conversation, so I've yet to follow up with him. I don't know what he saw. What, what, what country are we living in here? Look, th well, this, is, this is a crime syndicate. This it is. is it's it is. gangsters. You, you have been uh, accurate from the beginning to refer to the uh, government as a criminal syndicate, uh, and it is, no matter who runs it. Uh, did you hear Mitch McConnell and uh, Kevin McCarthy yesterday pledging undying support and financial and military support to Ukraine? Uh, a Russian uh, journalist 
who spoke fluent English, asked Kevin McCarthy in Israel, where McCarthy had just finished addressing the Israeli Knesset, their parliament, uh, you once said uh, that American support for Ukraine is not a blank check. Do you still believe that? And he backtracked from the blank check. America is 100% behind Ukraine. Your country should get out. Your country is wrong. We're going to fight against your country to prove you're wrong. And the Mitch McConnell in the U.S., as if on cue, the the McCarthy conversation occurred in uh, uh, Tel Aviv. Mitch McConnell in the U.S., as if on cue, goes, yes, Kevin is right. The Republicans are 100% behind. In fact, we want the president to send more military gear there. If Joe Biden's done anything wrong, he hasn't sent enough and he hasn't sent it fast enough. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. And look at these guys. Look at them. Mitch McConnell. A nothing. What You want anybody that wants to go send anything to Ukraine, send your money, go over there and fight, do what you want to do, but don't steal my money right. because I'm an American and I'm a patriot and I believe in our founding fathers like George Washington who warned us not to get involved in foreign entanglements, particularly in Europe, because this crap has been going on for centuries. What's your favorite war? You know, it's been going on back and forth. And they, they are dishonoring what this country was founded upon. And going back to it, you know, the news is now that they're trying to assassinate Putin and they hit the Kremlin with a drone strike. Well, it's not verified. Uh, there is a video out there. Maybe uh, Dylan can get it. It's about uh, 15, 17 seconds long. Uh, it shows the strike. It, it appears to be real, but American uh, Western sources have not verified it yet. The Kremlin is about 10 or 12 buildings, as you know, which is the seat of the Russian government. In one of those buildings, uh, the president of Russia resides. Now, he was not there at the time. He, as you know, has several homes, well, like most presidents, uh, and uh, he was in one of those other homes. Whether this was an assassination attempt on him personally or just a, a pinprick, it turned out to do minimal, in fact, next to no damage. And of course, the Ukrainians are denying it, and the Russians are saying this was an attempt to assassinate him. Uh, as you pointed out to me when we were discussing this before uh, your show started, uh, can you imagine if a drone hit the, it appears to hit a flagpole on, on top of a building, uh, one of the Kremlin main buildings. Can you imagine if a Chinese drone hit a flagpole on top of the White House? Bingo. Time for World War III. Time, yep. to, time to level Beijing, bombing into the Stone Ages. That's what our reaction would be. My yep. guess is that Putin will be a lot more restrained. Well, I don't think so. I think he's going to ramp up the war and you're going to start seeing a lot more bloodshed in Ukraine. And I just wonder if those drones were uh, manufactured in Iowa. Yeah. You and and who fired the drones? Well, we have American uh, advisors there. Yes. According to Lloyd Austin, our Secretary of Defense, that are... American advisors to make sure the equipment is being used properly. Right. No, World War Three has already begun, and this the, people have no idea of the escalation of this, and it's going to be again. 
as I said, you know, if this if a, a drone strike hit the White House or near it, oh my God, look what they're doing to us, and we'd we'd be all the American people would be let's go get them, and right. now again it's ramping up in in the war with China, right? And then you mentioned McCarthy being over there in uh, Israel, Israel and is ramping up its wars with Syria bombs away over Aleppo the other day. They just bombed the airport again, the Aleppo airport, more rocket exchanges between uh, uh, Israel and the Palestinians after, you know, the Israelis, one of the guys and the Palestinian guys, they died and, and now they responded. But anyway, as I say, when all else fails, they take you to war. And it's failing in, in Israel with Netanyahu, with the ongoing protests against his judicial reforms. And he's going to get the people's mind off it by escalating war with Syria and Iran. He has done that for all the 15 years that he's been uh, prime minister. When he has a domestic problem, he starts a war. He kills citizens, the Israeli uh, uh, public, or at least the elites, the opinion makers unify behind him. I don't know that it'll work this time. He has made himself. I know we're getting a little off the beaten path here, but I believe that Netanyahu, whom I know and with whom I've had conversations like I'm chatting with you now, uh, I think he has made himself uh, immensely unpopular and un, uh, untrustworthy in the minds of the uh, Israeli public. If there were an election tomorrow, he'd be gone. And where would he go? The defendant's table in a criminal prosecution. Yeah. You know, they and that's started why, that started that trial in Israel. They start the trial. They do it for a week and then they postpone it for six months. In America, we do it from beginning to end. But because he's the prime minister, they keep uh, they keep postponing it. Uh, over the weekend, uh, U.S. fighter pilots and Russian fighter pilots got in one of those dogfights where they don't shoot at each other. So they sort of did this to each other. It sort of taunt each other. Where? Syria. Yeah. What the hell are American fighter pilots equipped with lethal missiles doing over Syria? When did the Congress of the United States authorize a military American military action in Syria? Why doesn't the Congress do something about this? Because the American public doesn't care. And Joe Biden loves fighting secret wars. And in fairness to Biden, Obama did it. And Trump did it as well. Syria, Syria, Syria. We can't have a war going on there that involves the Russians that we're not involved in. The Russians are involved on one side. We got to get on the other side. That's the mindset of the war party. Democrat president, Republican president. Democrat Congress, Republican Congress. It doesn't matter. It's the war party. You're right. And again, where are the Americans in Syria? Oh, they're in the eastern area where they're stealing all the oil. They're stealing the oil. Yeah. As I say, you think we would have invaded Iraq if their major export was broccoli? <laughs> broccoli Rob, maybe. <laughs> maybe <then. laughs> and, and again, as I say, when all else fails, they take you to war. And Biden's popularity is in the toilet. He's running for president. And he'll get the people's mind off it when we keep ramping up war. Correct. And that's my greatest fear. Correct. Uh, on Monday, a 26-year-old uh, American uh, was killed by uh, a Russian missile. He's an Army veteran. 
honorably discharged from the army and volunteered in sort of a foreign legion uh, to fight uh, in Ukraine, coming back in a body bag. He did that voluntarily for whatever thoughts and he had in his mind. But once an American active duty military comes home in a body bag, then maybe the public's eyes will open up and say to old Joe, what, what the hell did you have troops there for? Yeah. Or authorize this. Congress doesn't care. The public doesn't care. The public has no clue what's going on. You know, the public is more interested in what people wore to the Met Gala on Monday night. If you look at the New York Times, these garish, absurd costumes, the public is more interested in that than they are in the American government killing and lying about it. Yep. The, the, the cover story in, in um, CNN yesterday, last evening before I went on the air, was AOC's not going to run against Gillibrand for the U.S. Senate. What? A, oh, oh, how about Minnie Mouse isn't going to run against Clarabelle? <laughs> <laughs> look look only, at these clowns. Look at these clowns. you can say it that way. Really? They're clowns. Right. They're clowns. Oh, and the other big story, a guy, a, a mountain died in, in, in falling off uh, one of the cliffs over there in, in Nepal in the, uh, at, the, at, the, at the height of the, what, the mountains over there. I forgot what it was. That's a story. A guy died mountain climbing. That's the kind of stuff they're putting out there. So going back, the people have no idea what's going on in this world. Right. right. They don't have a clue. Do, do people realize that the documents that this kid, Jack Teixeira, is accused of having revealed, a lot of friends of yours and mine, former intelligence community officials, believe he was just the dupe, that somebody senior to him got them into his computer. Another story for another time. The government does not challenge their authenticity or their accuracy. What do they show? Ukraine is losing. Its air defenses are degraded down to close to zero. And the American government knows it. So, um, um, uh, General uh, Christopher Cavoli, great last name, testified uh, before uh, the Congress on Monday. And the first time I heard an American military person tell the truth, he said, the Russian military has not been degraded. I can't give you more information in a public forum, but the Russian military has huh. not been degraded by the Ukraines. You may have heard that elsewhere. Where'd they, else, they hear it from? His boss, the Secretary of Defense, said the opposite, that the Russians had been degraded. Yeah. So this guy, Cavoli, again, not because of his last name. I love him. <laughs> He's the yeah. commander-in-chief of all the U.S. military in Europe. And he flies home and he tells the Congress the truth. He's probably in the woodshed as we speak. Yeah. And what are we doing? What what are we doing in Europe? What is the U.S. military doing in Europe? You know, that's where that's where Trump was right. They should pay for their own defense, and we should get the hell out of there. Yeah, this NATO is a lot of baloney. There's no, there's no NATO for me. We'll do, you know, oh, I mean, the Germans have such a great track record of peace, huh? Yeah, let's join up with them. I mean, you forgot World War One and World War Two. Judge, thanks for being on. Thanks for all you do. Remember, everybody, was go to the judge, Judging Freedom, Judging Freedom. He does a great, great job bringing on great, great people. 
to bring freedom, peace, and justice to America. Thank you, Judge, for all that you do. Thank you, Gerald. God bless you. All the best.